you found yourself on another episode of Locked on Bulls. In today's episode, I'm going to be talking about Lonzo Ball and him having a possible third surgery and fourth surgery overall. What does this mean for the Bear, for the Bulls' offseason plans? And then lastly, we're going to talk about what the Bulls need to do as far as with Zach Levine and betting on him for the rest of the season. We're going to get into all that and more right after this. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for tuning in to Locked On Bulls, member of the Locked On Podcast Network, where it's your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. I'm Hayes, host and creator of Chicago Bulls and Chicago Bears Central, Chicago Sky Central as well. And on today's episode, we're about to jump into the topics and talk about Lonzo Ball. Unfortunately, we got news that Lonzo Ball, it's possible that he will need yet another surgery. That is, That will be his third surgery in just about 18 months, his fourth surgery overall on the same knee. And keep in mind, this, this uh, injury initially happened January 20th of 2022, and he had what was then described as a small tear in, his, in the meniscus in his left knee, right? Just a small tear. And this has now turned into over a year. 18 months of Lonzo Ball being out and not able to perform. And with the with the uh, the chance that he's now going to need yet another surgery, and this surgery that he could need would carry uh, another him being out at least six months. Now, as we know, Lonzo Ball, if you covered his career, he is typically a slow healer. So even with that six-month timeline, unless that really does just alleviate everything that's going on with him and streamlines that process, there's a high probability that he is going to be out even longer. And this, it, it, it sucks for a player that's only 25 years old to have yet another surgery. And as I talked about over on Chicago Bull Central is that while, you know, these surgeries, I think sometimes we forget just how much mentally ta- taxing and everything it is. It's it's deep. It, it And it, it can definitely wear down on you mentally. I'm sure Lonzo Ball is disappointed with his inability to get out there and do the thing that he loves. But this is yet another surgery for a player that's just listen. He has he's already missed over a year, um, and and now you you have the chance of regardless of when this surgery happens, right? I and mean, keep in mind that it's a if if win situation. So it's it, it, the the time that this was reported, it was basically said that between the Chicago Bulls, Lonzo Ball, and his representation at Clutch Sports, as well as doctors, um, basically if they do decide upon the surgery, this is what's going to happen. And I'm sure there's a timeline on, hey, if you're not ready by now, but it's the Bulls have to look at is how much more time and, and even Lonzo and, and his representation, his agents, how much more time can you wait for the surgery, right? It's already been this amount of time. It's already been uh, over six months since he got his last surgery. And if it's something that it's still not healing, you're still not able to do basketball activity. You're still not able. I don't even need these headphones. Pat isn't on the episode today. Shout out to Pat, the designer. Um, if you're still not able to get on the court to do things, to cut all these things, like what, what's left, what's the milestone. And so, and with that process being what it is for him and for the bulls, it, it behooves him and them to try to get him under the knife as, as soon as possible. Now, again, like I said, I don't want to take away and act like this is a light decision. This is major, right? This surgery is taxing, but you have to, at some point make that decision and then go forth with it and just ride it out. So you can try to 
you know, get that timeline as close as possible to the start of the season. And, you know, we'll talk about it in the next segment if he's not ready to go by the start of the season or if the surgery's delayed, what that what are the avenues the Bulls can do to, you know, some cap relief or anything like that. But it 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 ultimately the situation with Lonzo, it sucks. And I and I know that's not the most journalistic thing and way to phrase it, but it just sucks. And you have a player that was everything you wanted him to be, pretty much, when he was able to be on the court, when he was out there with Zach Levine. And it's like, man, it's, I don't know. this it, It's tough. And um, what Lonzo's going through, I can only imagine. But the Bulls have to forge forward. And at some point, you have to make the decision and then hope that it's going to fix this situation that's going on with your knee. And I'm sure that there's fear of it being uh, nerve damage. And if it is nerve damage, what does that then mean for Lonzo Ball going forward? And what does what does that mean? Because, listen, at, at initially, right, they found some cartilage. That cartilage was on the nerve. They thought that they, made, they, they figured out what was going on. But the fact that he's still dealing with that pain, this is a serious issue. And it's not anything to take lightly. And so with the Chicago Bulls needing, and well, and Lonzo Ball, you know, needing to figure something out. Um, I'm sure Lonzo doesn't want to go under the knife again. We all saw the video over the course of the summer where you you could just see it on Lonzo's face. He was just, he was mentally taxed. He was worn out. He was tired. And it, it, it it's bad that he has to go through that again. And prayers up for Lonzo for him to be able to what, what's going on. But at this point, you you have to start looking at, um, at it again, like, all right, what, what what is the longevity of Lonzo's career, right? Is this career threatening, right? Is this the end of Lonzo Ball's career? You know, a lot of a lot of sports fans and and people are going to say, "Oh, this is over. This is done for Lonzo's career." And it does give those Brandon Roy type vibes. Unfortunately, you just got to be realistic with it. And us as Bulls fans, we already have a history of knee injuries and what this means for derailment. Um, but it's only so much that you can do, and at some point. It does have to be that decision. It does have to be that decision. And once they do make the decision on if he's going to get this surgery or not, it's going to be best for him, best for everybody to get him under the knife as soon as possible. So then maybe you have the hope of him being ready by training camp. But even with that, you can't really plan for that anymore if you're the Chicago Bulls. You can't You can't do that anymore. And so to have – he's already had two knee surgeries since January 2022. Two of them. We're in March of 2023. You've had two surgeries in less than a year, and you have a third one coming up more than likely. That is tough, and that is, and not to say that he can't come back. Alonzo Ball can absolutely make a comeback. We've seen it, I mean, I don't know, from three surgeries, but it's going to take time. And then even when Lonzo Ball is back, right, and is cleared to go, how much is it going to take for how long is it going to take for Lonzo to be back looking like Lonzo Ball being out of basketball for that long? It's it. I know we think is like because our, our sports are our modern day gladiators, right? That's what it is. But it's so hard. And even Billy Donovan with this with this comment, he says, "I just feel bad for him. He's 25 years old, and here he is missing the entire year. And next season is uncertain of whatever he elects to do if he does have surgery. You just feel bad that he hasn't been able to play. And that, and you know, Billy Donovan, as much as I have issues with his coaching, when it comes to injuries, he's been one of the most honest about it. And him saying there is that next season is uncertain, right? Those words mean a lot for Bulls fans, those words mean a lot. It's uncertain for next season. 
right? We're not even done with this season. As stressful as this season has been, it's not even certain that he will be back next season. And I think that quote is very telling to just how concerning and how serious this potential third surgery is for Lonzo Ball, right? It's either saying here it's a six-month timeline to return. But when it comes down to it, Lonzo has been a so slow healer. It's And I'm sure he wants to explore every option, which is another thing Billy Donovan said, another quote from Billy Donovan, He's getting as many opinions as he can, and help as he can. He's doing his due diligence, and I think once he gets the third, fourth, fifth opinions, he's trying to get, he'll make the decision that he's comfortable with. And I understand Lonzo Ball trying to uh, look at every possible scenario, every possible situation before you go into the knife again. But the fact of the matter is, and just when you boil it all down, this, the future is uncertain for Lonzo Ball. It just is. And with an uncertain future on a team that already has an uncertain roster, a team that already has, has, has faced the adversity that they have had to do this season, there's like it, it's just so much going around. And, you know, not everything is fixed by Lonzo Ball being back on the court, but a lot of it is. And the future of Lonzo is in doubt, and I'm sure he's looking at his basketball, not, not mortality as far as life, but it's basketball mortality, and just think about it. If everything you ever worked for, your whole life dating back to when you were a kid to now being in your mid-20s has been building up to be an NBA player, and you face the, the uncertain future of what this is going to mean for that dream, that's just a level of stress that I don't think many people, regular people, are equipped to deal with if we're just being honest. And so with that uncertain future, we're going to talk about what the Bulls can do to help themselves as a franchise and what is at their disposal in that future. But before we do that, I got to talk to you guys about one of our sponsors, and that is BetterHelp. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you've uh, benefit, I'm sorry, uh, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's, it's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited for your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with the licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Uh, for those that don't know, I'm very much an advocate of, of mental health. I actually um, I had a podcast before I ever started doing sports podcasts where I talked about mental health. Heavily was the topic of it. And as a man, we don't always realize or we don't always feel safe in admitting that we need to go out and get help. And the way that I always say it is that I, I went through losing my little brother. For those that don't know, I lost my little brother. He was murdered um, in St. Louis. And that was one of the most stressful periods of my life because that was my guy. And so, like, after losing him, I went through this period of depression where I didn't necessarily think I was going through depression. And going through therapy helped me navigate through all that. So I implore, if you guys are, and keep in mind, going through therapy does not mean that anything is wrong with you. It just means that you are aware enough to go out and, and get the help that you may need to even make sure everything's right. You got to tune up your minds as well as anything else. So vi visit betterhelp.com slash locked on NBA to get today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on NBA today and tell them locked on bulls sent you. All right, fam, after talking about mental health and things, let's talk about what the Chicago Bulls can do and what tools are possibly at their disposal 
with this Lonzo Ball situation, right? And they do have the ability to file for a career-ending exception. That's not the right phrase for it. But what they can do is they can basically file. They would have to get an independent physician. They would have to look at the situation and say that there's a better chance than not that Lonzo Ball's career is ultimately over. Now, that's not likely to happen, I do not think, because the Bulls do want Lonzo Ball to come back. And Lonzo wants to come back. And I think they're going to give it opportunities and tries. And even with that in mind, keep in mind, like, any exceptions as well with the Chicago Bulls, it, it 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 alleviates part of it from the cap, but they still have to pay it. I still think it counts towards the luxury tax, and we know Jerry Ryan's door from the ownership here. But that is an avenue that the Chicago Bulls can go. Now, I do think that that's a doubtful one because at the, for the reasons that I gave. Now, they can also apply for if the surgery goes, uh, whenever he does have it, and enough time between now and training camp. And, they, uh, and again, this would behoove them to do this earlier uh, rather than later, is that they can file for a disabled player exception. Now, what that will allow for the Bulls to do, it basically gives them half his salary um, uh, at their disposal to use for spending power. It basically equates to another mid-level exception around $10.2 million. Um, now, that would still count towards the salary cap, so it would it doesn't avoid them going over the luxury tax. But when you look at an offseason for the Chicago Bulls, in which they have a lot of change that they need to do with this roster. And they have a lot of free agents coming up as well. When you look at you got Nikola Vucevic, uh, Io DeSumo, Kobe White, Javante Green, now Patrick Beverly as well, all slated to be free agents at the end of the season. We are operating as an over-the-cap team. Um, so there's only so much that we can do to avoid the luxury tax. In, in filing for a disabled player exception, if Lonzo Ball gets the surgery early enough ahead of free agency and the Bulls look at it and say, hey, there's a chance Lonzo may not come back. Let's go ahead and file for this exception. Didn't make any sense to do it in the middle of the season because, again, for you to use your disabled player exception, you have to either sign a free agent or trade for a player in the last year of their deal. So what that could allow the Chicago Bulls to do if they do file for that this offseason, it could give them basically a second mid-level exception. So the Bulls would have their already mid-level exception that they're slated to have anyway. They then would have a second mid-level exception of $10 million, basically, is what I'm calling this able player exception. That would give the Chicago Bulls, theoretically, $20 million in spending. Now, you can't use them together. It'd have to be independent moves. But it gives the Bulls basically $20 million in spending that they can do this offseason in, in aiding in them retooling this roster. They can also trade and other things like that. And how likely is that to happen? The biggest question around this team is that as the Chicago Bulls team, as most of us know, is not a team that is going to go over the luxury tax because of ownership. Whether it be right or wrong, we're not here to discuss that at this point. We're just going on what it is. The Chicago Bulls could theoretically look at point guards that could then replace Lonzo Ball that could fit in one of those exceptions. So I have a list of players here that could that the Bulls could go after. One is Trey Jones. Um, this is a player that's right now with the San Antonio Spurs. Um, guys may know about his, his brother, Tyus Jones. This guy is somebody who could come in theoretically and give the Bulls something. He has He's a great playmaker. He's averaging right now 6.2 assists on the season and only turning the ball over 1.7 times a game. That's a great turnover ratio. He's not the biggest scorer. He's not going to replace everything that Lonzo Ball does give us, but he is an option that the Bulls could theoretically go after with one of those exceptions in this offseason. The next one up is another veteran. That's Mike Conley, who right now is playing with the Minnesota Timberwolves. He could come in, much like uh, Patrick Beverly has now. 
He's one of those players that is a veteran. He's going to understand the system. He's going to be able to set team, uh, other players up. He's also a very unselfish player, um, so he's able to come in, probably slide in, help facilitate, get other players set up. He's another option for the Chicago Bulls at that uh, position that they could look at with the uncertainty around Lonzo Ball. Next one up is D'Angelo Russell. Now, this is a player that if you can get him to uh, agree to one of those exceptions, right, is the biggest question here. We all know the Lakers probably are going to have their eyes set on Kyrie Irving this offseason. So when you look at uh, D'Lo and what it could bring, what it could mean, um, this he, he could get up to $31 million uh, this offseason, and you could look at him. He's averaging uh, 19.2 points and 6.4 um, assists over the last four seasons on three different teams. He's also a younger player that could fit the Bulls' timeline. But again, I don't know if he's necessarily – he's another defensive liability at times, and I don't know if you can have him and Zach Levine. Also, I don't think he has the, the basketball or defensive IQ of Pat Beverly or Lonzo Ball, but he's another option out there for the Chicago Bulls that they could go after this offseason. Fred Van Vliet is another one that some Bulls fans would have liked us to see go after at the trade deadline this year. Um, he's expected to opt out his deal. Now, the thing with him is I don't know if the Bulls can offer him as much money. His deal right now that he would be opting out of if he becomes a free agent is $22.8 million. Keep in mind, the Bulls would only have roughly a $10.5 million exception to work with. So if he's able to come there, he could be pursuing a longer-term deal. And I, I can see him fitting on this roster. Let me be clear here. The biggest question for him is, if he's going to accept the money that the Bulls would have at their disposal to be able to come in. Now, again, that's if we're talking about fitting in one of those exceptions. Uh, the Bulls could try to facilitate a trade in which they can then can uh, get him and keep their exceptions, but he's another target out there for the Chicago Bulls potentially this offseason. And then lastly, this is the, the, uh, the pie-in-the-sky one. It's Kyrie Irving. But the Bulls don't have enough cap space, theoretically, to sign Kyrie Irving. So we're just going to scratch that one. Um, Pat Bev, you could just bring back Pat Bev on a, on a more um, on a bigger deal. I think it's going to take more than the veterans' exception. You're not going to get be able to sign him for like what you signed Andre Drummond for or, or Goran Dragic. It would be a considerable contract you would have to give him. But keep in mind, at that point, you'd be bringing back a veteran point guard in Pat Bev who's been in your system to end the season, who you've already gotten an extended look at of what he looks like with Zach Levine. And again, you the, the starters may be completely changed, so that may not even work out as far as the other starters. But Pat Bev is a player that you would already have some familiarity with, and you'll know how he fits in the system and Billy Donovan. And he's also somebody that... Loves Billy Donovan's system. Pat Bev has sung the praises of, of head coach Billy Donovan as the train goes by. Um, so he's another option for the Chicago Bulls. Now, there are other options, especially when you start looking at the trade market that could open up for the Chicago Bulls. But again, I'm more so focused on them fitting a player in one of those dis the exceptions that they could get. So the Bulls have the ability to replace. Again, nobody's going to replace exactly what Lonzo Ball brings. And, and theoretically, in, in bringing somebody in uh, that's a that's a starting-level point guard, you're still kind of airmarking it for Lonzo Ball. Now, when Lonzo Ball does come back, I don't expect him to jump right back in the starting lineup. Even if he does come back next season, midseason, whatever it is, it's going to be a ramp-up period, right? There's going to be some, um, some injury management, things like that, um, before he's able to get back on the court and be a starter again, if he ever is a starter for the Chicago Bulls again. 
But I do think that the Bulls do have to look at addressing that point guard position, a position which they theoretically shouldn't have to address if Lonzo Ball was healthy. But they're going to have to look at addressing that, that point guard position this offseason with the tools that are at their disposal. But that's it on that one. Um, uh, so next up, we're going to be talking about how the Bulls need to trust Zach Levine to lead this offense as we end the season. But before we do that, I got to talk to you guys about another one of our sponsors, and that is FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is gone. And now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to the point scores and threes drain. Plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at an even bigger payout with same-game parlay. So don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat-first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, and an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right, Bulls fans. So before we end the episode today, we got to talk about Zach Levine and the modernization, if that's a word, of the Chicago Bulls offense. And so we know that the Chicago Bulls have lost a lot of games this season just due to simple math. We're not a high-volume three-point shooting team. We're not an effective three-point shooting team. But with the rise of Zach Levine getting back to playing like that elite offensive player that we know that Zach Levine can be, it's time to bet fully on Zach Levine, and the Bulls have kind of gone that way, right? I don't want to act like I'm breaking any new ground or, or, or anything like that. It seems like the Bulls have now, and Billy Donovan has realized, let's put Zach in the best situations, and then let's let everybody else play and feast off that. And there's there are two players that could be a one-two punch that can add to the modernization of the Chicago Bulls roster. That's Zach Levine, and that's Nikola Vucevic. And those are the two players that you initially had before you became you brought in Lonzo Ball and you brought in DeMar DeRozan. But I do think if the Bulls are trying to truly do this play-in push, it's going to have to come through trusting Zach Levine's ability to be an elite offensive player. Zach is playing some of the best basketball of the – no, he's not some of. Zach Levine is playing the best basketball of this NBA season since the All-Star break. And he's been slowly increasing his game since around mid-December as well, but it's really all come together since the All-Star break, since Pat Bev has been on this roster. And Zach Levine is being not only just a good offensive player and a, an efficient offensive player, Zach Levine is back to looking like the elite offensive player that they pay, paid him a max-level contract to be. And I know some Bulls fans are going to carry the thing of, oh, well, you're max now, you need to do this, you need to do defense. Zach got paid for what he's able to do as far as efficient offensive execution. And, they, and the Bulls try to build the team to kind of take away from some of the things Zach does not do well. Since the All-Star break, in seven games since the All-Star break, Zach Levine is averaging 30 points per game on 58% shooting from the field, 52% shooting from three-point range, and 90% from, from free throw range. He's also averaging 3.3 rebounds and three assists over that time and almost a steal per game. Zach Levine is your best bet as long as he's playing like this to bet on, to try to go on a play and push. And the benefit of having DeMar DeRozan in, in the situation, if you're maximizing Zach Levine and prioritizing him, is that Zach, DeMar DeRozan, I, I called him Garnish over on Chicago Bulls Central, and I don't mean that to be disrespectful. I just mean that DeMar's ability to get to the, the uh, to get to the free throw line or get a bucket or both in a lot of situations, and using DeMar DeRozan as more of a facilitator, 
You still then have to have Patrick Williams being aggressive. You have to have your role players hitting shots. But that helps the Chicago Bulls offense just operate much better than what it did earlier in the season. The Bulls sit right now 13-16 on the season. They would have to win all their games remaining to equal their record of last season. It ain't going to happen. And realistically, for the Chicago Bulls to get into the playing spot, they have to have, that out of these last 16 games, they theoretically have to win probably between 12 and 14 of them. And that is a tall order for the Chicago Bulls. But luckily, Zach Levine is showing up at the right time. And while I do have my doubts that the Bulls are going to make the playing tournament, the best bet that the Bulls have to do that is by trusting in Zach Levine. That's what they have to do. They have to trust him. So it's up to Billy Donovan to put him in the right situations. We still don't run enough enough catch-and-shoot situations for Zach Levine. But if they can do that, and if they can modernize that offense, then it does help put the, the Bulls in a better situation. Now, some would say that, hey, should the Bulls be embracing the tank? Should they be trying to get that number, that uh, a top four pick and keep their own draft pick? And here's what I'll say. Should they? Could they? Are completely different situations. Yes, they could. Should they? That is a matter between how you look like it, how you look at the situation. But all that matters is what AK thinks. And I think AK is fully ready to let this season ride out to his natural conclusion, whatever that may be. And keep in mind, even if the Bulls do make the play-in tournament, if they don't make the actual playoffs and win that play-in tournament, they still go right back into that lottery. So, you know, we'll see what happens. Um, we'll see. We'll, we'll see. And, you know, like I said, I have my complete doubts on if the Bulls are going to be able to make the play-in tournament. Um, I just I don't know if I've seen the level of heart needed to go on the, 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 the run that the Bulls would need to go on on the back end of this season. Anything is possible, and we've seen this team. They can beat anybody, but the, the, the problem is, is they also can and have lost to anybody as well. Uh, so, you know, oh, man, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I, I don't know what the Chicago Bulls do. Um, I don't know if they can make, if they will make that playing tournament, but I do think that their best bet to do so is hope that Zach Levine can keep up this elite play. I hope that he can keep it up. And I, I, I don't know, man. I really don't know. Um, <laughs> we'll see, man. It's been a tough season. It's been a rough season for not only us, but for the Bulls uh, fans across the world, uh, for the players, for the coaches. Um, but serious questions need to find answers in this offseason for the Chicago Bulls. And we'll see if AK is equipped and ready to do it. Um, yeah, that's it, man. Now, we'll see what happens, what the future does hold for the Bulls. Um, but that's it for today's episode of Locked on Bulls. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me if you choose to do so at CEO Hayes at CEO H A I Z E. You can follow Pat at Pat the Designer. You can also follow us collectively at Locked on Bulls. Um, and again, thank you so much for tuning in and making us your first listen every day. Now for your second listen, go and check out Game to Game NBA. Every moment, every top performance, every result, Locked On Game to Game covers every game from across the NBA with local analysis that only Locked On can deliver. Follow Game to Game on Locked On NBA, available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. But that is it for us for today. We will see you guys on Monday. Uh, but that's it, man. Love you guys, man. Go Bulls. See Red if you can, y'all. Peace.